Hello, friends, and welcome to Brainworms, the podcast that no one wants, and yet we keep doing it. I don't know. I'm Joe. I will be joined by David, Kane, and Chris momentarily as we enter into the last episode of The Moon People, Volume 1, The Age of Aquarius by Dale M. Courtney. It's a shit show. It's clown shoes. It's just the worst, and... Our minds become more and more unraveled as this episode progresses. So enjoy that. I am going to remind you to go to wegiveyoubrainworms.com where you can support us on Patreon, jump into our Discord, demand to know what we've done. I guess that's it. I think we're going to get into it. Go ahead, David. Hello, Mr. Walker. This is David Bramer. Bud answered, yes, how's it going? Mr. Bramer, what's it going to be? <laughs> I <could> swear. <laughs> I believe I'm going to take the job, David said. Oh That's God. great, Bud replied. Then David said, by the way, sir, what were you talking about earlier? I'll tell you when you get here, Bud said. Oh, God. Okay, David answered. I'll go ahead and make arrangements here for a substitute, and I'll come on down. <laughs> I will notify Come the gate that you are coming, down. Bud replied. Very good, sir, David said. I will see you in a little while. Then Bud said, <laughs> David All right, said, please drive David careful. Said, I will see you in a little while. I'll see you in hell. <laughs> David went ahead and made arrangements Wait, no, I... at the office for a substitute and oh, then headed God. out to NASA. A substitute what? Uh. I thought his class was over. <laughs> David, would you do me a favor and every time Walker talks, do your best Christopher Walken impersonation? <laughs> no. <laughs> Thank you for saying that. No, the absolutely not. Coming. It was terrible. Don't encourage him. I'll just dance. Is it a magic dance? Yes. Imagine me anytime that <laughs> Bud Walker is speaking. Imagine me dancing. Oh, the the you can do this or you can yeah, do that. Yeah, like weapon dance. of choice video. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Are you gonna like float around your your room and stuff? I don't know why I'd stop now. Hell yeah. I would. <laughs> I would. <laughs> I would prefer if you do the dance that uh, the Mr. T mom song that he's doing oh, in that. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Deep cut. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> under the age of 30 is going to get that fucking reference. Can't confirm. <laughs> Can't confirm. When David finally arrived at NASA, he had forgotten how big NASA has gotten in the past few years. Goddamn, dude. The writing is so awful. It's so bad. David like, then I... found... Sorry, sorry. Go on. No, please, David please. I'm found... almost at the point where I would rather... Listen to you read Layer of the White Worm. <laughs> yeah, this makes Empress Teresa look like fucking Beowulf. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did you just say Empress Teresa so that we get more clicks? <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag Empress Teresa. <laughs> David then found Bud Walker's office and went in. Bud Walker. As David was walking in, Bud was walking out and almost bumped into each other. Hey, there he is, Bud said. Then David said, I finally made it, sir. (laughs) Good Bud replied, why don't you join me and I will take you on a tour to operations real quick. Okay, David said. Boy, NASA is really getting pretty big, isn't it? (laughs) 
Yes, every since we started building these base stations, NASA has really gotten huge, Bud answered. Uh, I'm also really glad that you're showing me the operations after I've signed no disclosure agreements. David asked, Bud, what were you talking about on the phone that you couldn't tell me about? I'll tell you about that when we get to operations. Are you ready for this, Bud asked? Yes, I am. Then Bud said, here goes. We are still checking, but it looks like our meteor has changed direction not once, but two times in the past two weeks. What? David asked, what are you saying? No, no, stop. You mean you're saying it's a spacecraft? No, sir. (laughs) That's what they've been setting up the whole time, is that it's some kind of alien spaceship. (laughs) Okay, look, 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 I want to point out that... In physics, acceleration <laughs> is technically a change of direction, I'm pretty sure. I don't care. Stop trying to introduce actual science to this book. No, sir, Bud said. I'm only telling you what I know. There's something else. David said, what? Oh, God. Bud answered. The meteor oh, was God. going 64,000 <laughs> miles an hour, and then this all of dialogue. our instruments indicated it increased its speed to double in less than 10 minutes. Make it it's stop. It's also 10 kilometers in diameter. Stop. We've been told David this said, twice David said, that's now. incredible. David said, and Bud said, and David said, and Bud replied. I just Bud replied. Dance magic dance. Yeah, I know. I said the same thing. <laughs> then David said, what's everyone <laughs> speculating? <laughs> Uh, fucking i'm done all right this is uh, it this is my last episode of brainworms i'm going to take a leave of absence for fucking mental health all right i'm fucking done god damn it slime and snails and puppy dog well it goes from one thing to another bud said one person says maybe the reason that the meteor changed direction was from bumping into some kind of an object in space that we can't see However, that does not explain the increase in speed. In addition, the other side of the coin is that it is some kind of an alien spaceship. However, what we do know is that it is 10 kilometers in size, and now on the present course, it is going to hit our sun. Then David said, I tell you, if someone were... (laughs) Say David said one more time, motherfucker! Listeners, our, our Patreon funds this month... We'll be going to buying a bag of Arby's beef and cheddars and throwing them at Dale M. Courtney. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Every dollar that, that you contribute buys another beef and cheddar, <laughs> which will be thrown in the face of Dale M. Courtney. Fuck you, Dale. We Fuck give you, you man. God damn it. <laughs> like a stoning. <laughs> I like that it's specifically beef and cheddars. It's a very gooey sandwich. (laughs) You need those with extra cheddar. At the hospital, a coroner's report is like, so they were killed by being hit with beef cheddar? It's like, well, yeah, you know, you think that'd be impossible, but it just kept sucking away something from them, like dignity or humanity, until they died. I just imagine him walking down the street with, like, that terrible Arby's beef just <laughs> dripping off of him, being attacked by seagulls. <laughs> oh, do they peck out his eyes? Tell me they peck out his eyes. So if you spend $8.16, you can uh-huh. get... A half pound beef and cheddar. <laughs> oh, wow. Just something to, you know. I don't know. I, I feel like a lot of small beef and cheddars. 
yeah. would, be, would be better projectiles. Just just the standard ones, the ones <laughs> you can get for like two bucks. I mean, you could get like one of the half pounders and launch it from a trebuchet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or you could get a sack of half pounders. It's true. <laughs> okay, guys, Um, I haven't asked for very much, you know, just in general. No. Whatever you're going to say, Chris, no. As a personal favor to me, I would no. like to be the one that throws them because every time I do, I want to say, is this a meteor? How about this? <laughs> is this a meteor? Yeah, no. No. I figured we would just assemble a mob to, yeah, that's what to I cast mean. the beef and cheddar. Just tell people that a there's a meteor coming toward the earth and it's going to hit the sun and people will panic and yeah. we can point them at Dale and Courtney. <laughs> Let he who hath not written a book cast the first beef and cheddar. <laughs> it's just beef and cheddars, just a mob. Just <laughs> no, honestly, if if he was to record a YouTube video, right? Uh-huh. And in this YouTube video, he thoroughly apologized for writing. He seems like, proud of it. Anything. Like just anything. Just for ever having picked up a pen or a typewriter. Exactly. Yeah. Or a computer. It's yeah. the fucking 2000s, Joe. Wake up. Shut up. <laughs> no, I want to know, where do you get typewriter ink from? I didn't Joe? mean it literally, the came... typewriter store. I mean, you can oh, yeah, get a typewriter. The typewriter store. They, they sell it. Where are you going to get a ribbon of typewriter ink? I mean, I might have to ask Tom Hanks, but I know that shit's out there. Yeah, Tom Hanks specifically collects typewriters. It's a thing. Oh, that took a weird turn. I didn't expect it to go there. Yeah. <laughs> Now that you said Tom Hanks, I'm actually a little less angry. <laughs> you invoked his name, and I'm a little less angry right now. That is how the Tom Hanks do. It's true. <laughs> I feel soothed. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of a lover do you think Tom Hanks is? I feel like gentle. He's a gentle. Yeah. Yeah. And attentive. Yeah, it tends yeah. to your needs. You'd be doing the brow touching while it's happening. I mean, I don't think he's sting. What are you doing? No, why are you trying to dirty what we have with Tom Hanks, right? No, as in like like brow to brow, nose to nose, that sort of thing? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought you were talking about like mushroom print. No, what? I don't even <laughs> know what that is. You take a little shoe polish. That's <laughs> <laughs> not going to come off of there. <laughs> I mean, it is, but it's gonna, you're going to have to really rub it. It's going to oh, be man. some scrubbing. I'm so, what's happening? <laughs> I think it's more fun since Chris has no fucking clue what yeah. we're talking about. This is a stupid rabbit hole that Moon People has driven us down. I mean, I'll take some responsibility for that because I'm trying to get away from Yeah, I mean, I, I introduced the, the beef and cheddars to the conversation. You did. You did. And now I'm hungry. I'm going to retroactively say that's probably going to be the, the joke of the episode. <laughs> then David said... Oh my god! If someone was going to visit us, I'm angry again. They would probably set a course for the star in that system. Tom Hanks, why are you hurting me? I never thought of that, said Bud. I'm an idiot. If they are aliens, I wonder what they want with us. David told Bud, You know our planet must look pretty (laughs) good from 135 million light years away. What? Then Bud said, Man, I tell you, this meteor sure does look eerie on the telescope. And then David, David said, said, and then yes, Bud I know. said, I have and a then David said, and then Bud 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 said, 
Yeah, I know what you're saying. Radio. Uh, aliens are interested in our hot cheese technology. Live transmission. I'm on a Mexican radio. I like how he mentioned, like, you know, our planet must look good. Like, dude, they've built a spaceship the size of the moon that can support its own mass. They probably have really fucking good imaging systems. Mm -hmm. They know what's going on. Why would they want it? (laughs) Maybe they know what's going on. We really want that one over there that's just encircled by a mass of space garbage. Look at them. They've thrown all their litter into the stratosphere. Yeah. We should definitely go visit there. God, we're like the trailer park of space. Yeah, from outside looking in, it's a pale do pale blue dot with a whole lot of shit around a it. Pale do bot. Pale do bot. <laughs> it's the name of my next science fiction RPG character. <laughs> like a Star Wars character? Yeah, yeah. Then David said, why are we still reading this book? Why are we still reading this book? Then David said, yeah, I know what you're saying. (laughs) Well, here we are, Bud said. I would like to introduce you to your new assistant, Mr. Kim Moon. How do you do, Mr. Mr. Moon? Moon? David asked. Pretty good, Kim replied. (laughs) I'm a little tired, but I'll be all right. How are you? Mr. Moon, Bud said, I am putting David Bramer in charge of all operations on the meteor. If you have anything new on the meteor, tell this man right here. Why? The job offer. Chapter 4. He is your new boss here on out. David, you report to me. You can't end a chapter mid-conversation! This is... The exact same (laughs) thing happened in the last one. This is just the way this works. Why not just... Fuck write a better book like (laughs) any kind of structured criticism is is meaningless with the moon people because it all comes down to just write better (laughs) no 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 no, like like this is a rough draft this isn't even a first draft this is not by any means a finalized this is a rough this is the like i just poured this out of myself onto Okay, maybe he went through and put in some arbitrary chapter breaks. But that's about it. Yeah. No, no, this is a rough draft if it was written by Coco the Gorilla. (laughs) (laughs) To clarify, I agree with you that this is just an unedited rough draft. But it's an unedited rough draft by someone with no raw talent. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I feel like, like, even like, you know, like Stephen King, for example, like his rough drafts are probably pretty readable. Yeah. Yeah, I would think so. This is... Wow. Okay. Yeah, we're piling on here. We're going through the no, job we're not. Offer. We're going the distance. Chapter four. We're going for speed. He is your new boss here on out. Boss. David, you report to me. Yes, sir, David answered. You belong to me now. Then Bud said, Mr. Moon, will you show Mr. Bramer around and update him on everything new? Yes, sir, it would be my pleasure, replied Kim. Okay, good luck. Then Bud went back to his office. I would love to know what this guy thinks future technology is. Kim spoke up and said, follow me. I will show you everything there is to know, Mr. Bramer. Just call me David. Okay, call me Mr. Moon. No, I'm kidding. Just call me Kim. (sighs) Okay, Mr. Kim. No, just Kim will be fine. Gotcha, David smiled at Kim. Well, Mr. Moon, what's your assessment of this meteor? Is this meant to be, like, hilarious banter? 
I think it's supposed to be homo-romantic, which is kind of good, if it wasn't this. <laughs> Kim looked over at his assistant, Martin, and said, Martin, would you put the meteor on the main viewer? Sure, answered Martin. Well, David, said Kim. Sir, I would have to say at the moment everything looks the same. <laughs> our Thank meteor has changed directions time. twice and also has doubled its speed. It is now going about 200,000 miles an hour now and increasing in speed. It may oh, not wait, hit us, wait. but one thing is for sure, we are going to find out because it's coming right at us. It's coming in addition, right for us. <laughs> it's 10 kilometers wide. <laughs> okay, okay, wait. Okay, if it if it's going to get here in in like this many days, but it's doubled its speed in less than a day. Like <laughs> It's, yeah, the speed that they've reported every time they've talked about it has been different. Nothing matters. It was 182,000 kilometers an hour, 64,000 miles an hour, now 200,000 miles an hour. But it's been consistently 10 kilometers wide. So, I mean... You guys remember that scene in uh, the remake of the the day the Earth stood still with Keanu Reeves and uh, that movie doesn't exist. There was that part where that scientist was reporting the speed of the astral body, yeah, and he was like, "No, at this speed, there won't be anything left." And then the big magical thing was how it decelerated in the short distance between impact, so it could safely land. And that was like, "Oh my God, that's outstanding!" Whatever kind of technology that is. <sighs> yes, I know, David said. We were tracking it at our <laughs> school. This satellite system makes our new school our new system at school look like a toy. <laughs> then Kim said we it broke because it. this is the best telescope system in the world. In the world <sighs> As they were both looking at the view screen at the same time, there was a sudden flash of light and the meteor suddenly vanished. What happened, David asked. <laughs> I do not know, Kim replied. <laughs> Martin, do a system check. I'm on it, Martin answered. It. Then Kim said, let me check a few things here. I'm just going to zoom in on our friend. Suddenly, the screen zoomed in, but there was still no sign of the meteor. Did it explode? <laughs> Infrared was showing there were large <clears throat> amounts of radiation all around the area. Kim was asking himself. There doesn't seem to be any debris anywhere. It's as if it just vanished. Is it a well, maybe we device? don't have to worry about the meteor anymore. Yeah, maybe. Let's keep after it and do some more <laughs> studies. Wait, did you see that? Yes, said David. That second flash. Yes, Kim replied. Look how far away that was from where the meteor was last reported. Then David said, do you think that was the God meteor? Kim answered, I do not know. Let me look at something real quick. Just as I thought. That flash of light was on the same heading as our meteor was, was on when it disappeared. But in order for it to get to this point, this quick, <laughs> it would have to be doing an excess of light speed. There is another meteor at the new location and it is now going almost 300,000 miles an hour. Wow, that's incredible. Yeah, do you think that's our meteor? That flash of light. I don't know it for sure, Do but it really does look funny. Let's check its size. Um, we will keep watching it. Uh, gang, do we owe Dan Brown an apology? <laughs> we do. 
And I think <sighs> we should get some royalty-free, like, sad-sounding music to play behind it. Yeah. I don't know, man. I think comparing Dan Brown and Dale Courtney is like comparing apples and assholes. <laughs> okay, so I just want to point out yeah. that the speed of light is 186,000 miles per second. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If they can FTL, why aren't they? Maybe they can only hop. <sighs> I don't know, man. Maybe they're using wormholes or something and they have to like be at the location of the wormhole to pop out at the end of the another wormhole. Maybe the writer is writing this completely stream of consciousness style with no regard to <laughs> continuity or consistency. You think this writer can only remember 10 seconds and they just have a list of things in the book. So every 10 seconds he stops, looks over like David and this guy and the meteor. And then he like writes another sentence and forgets and looks back and. <sighs> wow. That's incredible. Yeah. Do you think that's our meteor? That what? flash of light. I don't know it for sure, but it really does look funny. Let's check its size. We will keep watching it. If it flashes again and it's on the same course, we'll know something's up. Wait a minute, it is 10 kilometers in size too. It looks like the same meteor. Then David said, I'm going and to David inform said, Bud of what's going on. And Baby said. Sure, Kim said. I'm going to do some more checking and I'll get back to you. Okay, David replied. I'll use this God phone. <laughs> Bud answered, hello. David spoke up. Bud, it's me, David Bramer. I already have a report to make. It is kind of great news, maybe. It's kind of then great Bud news, said, maybe. oh yeah? Maybe. What is it? Well, it seems our meteor you can has vanished off the charts in one big on car of light, David said. <laughs> We're calling you about your vehicle warranty. <laughs> Are you kidding me, Bud asked? No, I'm not, replied David. We also could not find any debris either, except large amounts of radiation, and there's one more thing. We also seen a flash of light one light year away, and there is a meteor there now coming at us, three minutes after the first meteor vanished. It was on minutes? the same heading, too, as our meteor was on. Wow, all that just happened, asked Bud. <laughs> I just left you five minutes ago. Man, five there's all minutes. kinds of stuff happening today. Yes, I know. Kim and I was just watching the big view screen when it happened right in front of us. Right in front of us. We are watching to see if there are any more flashes of light even further down the same heading as our meteor's heading. So, real Why? quick, um, I just want to point out that if there's any well, UFO traveling towards us and we suddenly see it achieve FTL, that is not good news. If, like, a moon is traveling towards us it, through conventional speeds, you can come up with explanations for how they're able to su sustain themselves and all that. But if they're an alien species that can achieve FTL, then we better hope they like us or we're <laughs> fucked. Yeah. yeah, even if they do like us, we're probably fucked. It's true. It's the rule of unintended consequences right. alone. I just wanted to get to the part with the aliens. I didn't. I just want this to be over. It's going to be a nightmare when we do get to the aliens because we won't be able to tell by the dialogue who's talking. Yeah. <laughs> David, do you, because sometimes you do this where like we're obviously in pain and you just <laughs> chisel in like, no, we're, we're reading the book now. Do, do you get some kind of satisfaction from this? Oh, yeah. It's, it's really, I mean, I have to go through this 
I have to drag you people with me. Oh, man. And I just feel like, you know, there comes a point when you just want to get to the end of a chapter. Sure, I get that. And they come up just sort of out of nowhere, <laughs> so it could happen any time. Yeah, you never know. <laughs> Mid-sentence. <laughs> I'm waiting for it. <laughs> There's not even a period like the, he's like, and David says. Chapter five. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Like, you're not being clever, all right? You're not reinventing the wheel, okay? Just fucking have normal chapter. You know what? I'm not giving this guy tips. No, well, right? well I feel like at some point in his life, Dale Courtney has read a book. He <laughs> understands that in books, there are things called chapters that begin and end. And that's as far as his comprehension of the idea <laughs> of, of a chapter goes. So he's just doing his best with the tools that he has. To use that writing technique of chapter <laughs> in his novel, The Moon People, Volume 1, The Age of Aquarius. I think you're giving him too much credit. I feel like the most exposure that this guy's had to literature is when someone beat him over the head with, like, a dictionary. <laughs> yeah, because that's a common weapon that people yeah. use, Chris. Hey, if I had listened to this guy talk, I would beat him with a dictionary. With a dictionary? <laughs> Specifically? Yeah. Yeah, 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 that's the book that you would hunt for. Like In the year like of our in a room full of books. And that's the one you're going to hunt. You're going to be, hold on, wait. Yes. Wait one second. Hold on. Okay. Now don't defend yourself. And then you beat him. Okay. Yeah. Look, it's the My Pillows guy. He's not going to like. It's not the together. My Pillows guy. Right. I like to imagine, though, that it's a little pocket dictionary, like one of the little Merriam Webster's. Like killing roaches. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> bap, bap. At the crime scene afterwards, like, my God, I've never seen a man killed by a mini dictionary being shoved up his nose. <laughs> bad, bad writer, bad writer. Just popping him. <sighs> man, there's all kinds of stuff happening today. Yes, I know. Kim and I was just watching the big view screen when it happened right in I front of us. I hate that he uses was instead of were, and he does it consistently. I hate that he says... We are watching to see if there are any more flashes of light even further down the same heading as our meteor's heading. Why? What's everyone speculating? asked Bud. We're oh not God. sure yet. But sir, it does seem that now we still have a meteor coming to us again and it is even closer than before. Bud, I am starting to think that this may not so be they, a they meteor. they concluded it was a spaceship and then they unconcluded it. And now we're concluding it again. I know what you mean, Mr. Bramer. It does look awful funny, said Bud. Awful funny. Awful funny. Yeah, uh, you, you, know, you know how common it is for astral This book is awful to, to funny. randomly <laughs> achieve the speed of light. We need to keep watching this. Oh, yes, David, Do before we... I go, I wanted to talk to you about something very important. Oh, what's that, David asked. Well, I just got off the phone with the White House, said Bud. We've got damn orders to get these base stations on their way with their missions with a full crew and supplies. I have another job offer for you. Oh, really? What's that? David asked. We need a first science officer and navigator and also a astronomer from USS <sighs> Lunar Base One. And an astrologer. Yeah. I remember that episode of Star Trek when Spock asked Bones what's his specialty, like, you know, his education. Like, oh, I'm a high school teacher. <laughs> I've never been a, a fan of of conversations about Star Trek. Not Star Trek itself, just... Just, just people talking about yeah. Star Trek. He, he likes to watch the show, he just can't talk about right, it. Right, right. Or hear other people. Yeah, I, I just, yeah. just, ugh. Fair enough. <laughs> the pay is excellent. You would have the, work the rank is of captain. 
You would be under the command of Admiral Benson. Not Admiral Akbar. Now I know him personally, and not only is he pretty sharp. That's a sentence. No, it's not. Read it again. We were talking about Admiral Akbar and I missed it. Yeah. You would be under the command of Admiral Benson, period. Now I know him personally, and not only is he pretty sharp. But he's also a great guy to work under. However, it is long term. It doesn't get any rawer than this. It takes a special kind of man to do something like this. But if you've got the stones, we've got Uh the job for you. $240 worth of pudding. Wasn't Kirk and Spock one of the first gay fan fictions? There was a lot of, uh, yeah, I mean, that was a thing. Arguably Batman and Robin? Yeah. Might have come first. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Jackass. <laughs> hey guys, wait, I think wait, it's wait, the wait, last wait. time. I wait, think it's I, the last I, time. Hold on. Oh, Hold on. Oh, I think it's I, the last wait. time. I think I've got this reference. Was that a Beavis and Butthead reference? No, no one made a Beavis and Butthead reference. David, go ahead. I'm so excited. Then David said, God damn it! <laughs> this is quite an offer. I've always God wanted to it. do something like this. I was offered this a couple of years ago, but I turned it down. I didn't think it was for like me. This. That's why I became a high However, school teacher. <laughs> I never in a thousand years thought I would ever do it for real. For well, real. Well, think it over, Mr. Bramer. For real? <laughs> I've got to make a decision quick, so let me know within the next couple of days until then. You can run operations on the Meteor Project. Under Admiral Benson. Mm. So he promoted this guy to the media project only for five days later for him to five days, nothing five minutes later. I mean, this conversation has felt like it's lasted years, (laughs) but in universe, it's only been like five, 10 minutes tops. Can we just agree that Joe's not allowed to pick the books anymore? Well, I'm not doing it. So I think he should. (laughs) Cause now I think he's, he's specifically grabbing books that just, they just hurt us. That's the premise of, of the show. Like that's, is That's it? what this podcast is, yeah. Oh. Can I renegotiate my contract? You're legally property? Right. So no. No. All right, so I'm going to turn the camera feed on <laughs> into my cell so that you can witness what I've become unless we figure out how to end this episode. Why don't we just go to the end of a chapter? It can't be long. That's what we just did. We just ended a chapter. All right, good. You couldn't tell? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. All right, we did it, guys. We did it. We're do done. You want to stop, stop doing this. I, I do forever. Yeah. <laughs> um, get my incinerator. What are our thoughts? I think we've been pretty clear about what our thoughts are, Joe, mm-hmm. through the whole episode. I just want to have a, a bath in Arby's fast food. Gross. Yeah, I'm, that's not okay. I'm thinking that that's that's not a good idea. Definitely going to get some kind of skin issue. Yeah. From that. At the very least, you're going to get a real bad breakout from all the grease. <laughs> I think I'm going to go dump half a pound of sugar into half a tub of Crisco, stir it uh-huh. up, and I'm just going to eat it with like my hands. Oh, man. Um, we're real sorry about everything that just happened. Don't, no, you don't get to apologize. <laughs> all right. David, Chris, we're sorry. We're sorry. So yeah. sorry. Yeah. I'm so sorry. sorry. 
Joe, you don't get to apologize. You did this. I did. Now, after all our apologies and everything, I would like to put forward the motion that we return to this next episode. <laughs> no. Absolutely not. <laughs> I want to get to the aliens. I don't want to get to the alien. How about this? There are times when you're not podcasting with us. Like, you don't just exist to do this podcast. Read the fucking book. Chris, I just want to say, just for reference here, we just ended chapter four. I'm okay with that. How many chapters are there? Um, well, the aliens come in in chapter 14. Oh, oh no. So. Yeah, so no. Oh, that just makes me wonder, like, what could possibly happen between those two points? He's got a date with Sheral. <laughs> David says and Bud says and Sheral says and Billy says. And then David said that Bud said that admiral benton said fuck you and fuck this <laughs> yeah whatever we're done for now that's the important thing if you're uh, we're just done if you want to support to throwing how about some words joe together yeah yeah i had a little, little hiccup uh if you want to support our fun to throw beef and cheddars at dale courtney <laughs> don't forget to go to wegiveyoubrainworms.com where you can find our patreon and we will use uh, those funds toward that end. You guys remember the the in Spy Kids two when when the guy created the the, the robot forms of the main Spy Kids and and they try to talk and they're they just did anyone aside from Chris watch Spy Kids? <laughs> I have to admit I have never <laughs> yeah, seen it. Yeah, I think it, I was no, a little I... too old when it came out. Yeah. All right, so Chris, why don't you write a blog about what you're getting ready to talk about? <laughs> I think Kane just wants all of this to stop. And Kane, why do you keep telling me to leave the podcast? <laughs> no, no, we need you in the podcast. We need to end this episode. No, I, I wasn't thinking in that context. I, I was think... thinking of you being like, "Get out while you still can. You can be free. You can make it." I'm gonna. I'm, yeah. I'm just gonna read this. Uh, this little segment here. Oh no, David's reading segments. A final goodbye. This is from chapter twelve. Don't do it, David. Suit yourself, but I have made up my mind. I love it. I'm said keeping David. my baby. God damn it! <laughs> you God take good care it. of yourself, sir, and I'll catch you later. Thanks again, Mr. Moon. Goodbye, Mr. Moon. <sighs> the good note to end on. Don't forget to like, comment, subscribe on YouTube. Click the stupid click bell. The bell. <laughs> I mean, don't actually. You know what? Don't. Don't <laughs> click the bell. Yeah, don't, you don't, don't want propagate this. this. We, <laughs> yeah. like, just let this be so unsuccessful that we stop. Yeah. yeah. Just let this fall. I mean, that would do let it. Fail. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> stop clicking subscribe. Stop clicking anything that has to do. This has been a production of Brainworms Podcast. Any copyrighted content contained within is used for purposes of review. Brainworms Podcast is David Combs, Kane Magdalene, Christian Schaefer and Joseph Wells. The theme music is Hodgepod Number no. One by Brian Davis. If you like what you heard, you can support us and learn about our other projects at WeGiveYouBrainworms.com or by leaving a review on your favorite listing app. Then David said, David said, and David said, <laughs> Come on down.
god. There's melted cheese in it. $240 worth of pudding. Yeah.